at yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 98.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 p.m. with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Hello everybody, this is Indo-American News Radio, the one and only news channel that you should be tuned into, right Pramod? Right, if you want to know anything. If you, Yeah, right, and if you don't know anything, then we can't help you. And then these <laughs> wild DP kids should certainly listen to us. Yeah, really, can you believe this? Yeah, we're finding out, uh, what was it, Dr. Vivek Murthy said, the biggest disease that among youth is social media. Correct. And But even if you, uh, even with you know, social media, follow you can social find media out properly, exactly about the world. You get to know a lot. Yeah. That's right. I but agree. I don't know. So what kind of Wait. social media do you plug into? Uh, Instagram and, and uh, TikTok. And what about you, Sanjali? I just am on Facebook. That's it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so my myself, I do WhatsApp and Facebook. And yeah, WhatsApp is WhatsApp a great place does. for fake news. Yeah, so, yeah. right, right. And <laughs> everything is forwarded, you know, and it, no one knows. And I, and I, I'll, I'll go on Twitter from time to time, but I, mm. ever since Elon Musk bought it, I don't do Twitter. <laughs> I've no never had sure. a Twitter account. So, so. Uh, Jawar, what is the ethnic background of your t- sh- my shirt? <laughs> oh yes. Oh, it's African for sure. <laughs> isn't be- isn't it beautiful? Very nice. I was going to say Togo or some. Uh, where where is this from? Actually, from, it's from, from the Philippines. Oh. oh. It's from the southern part of the Philippines in an island called Cebu. Okay. Oh, okay. Cebu uh, is uh, that's spelled S E B U. Okay. And they have they run the national airline. And so I was shocked. I mean, I thought this was certainly West African or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It looks very it African. It has a s- similar appeal. Artistry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, really. So, uh, but on the other hand, we are uh, surrounded by, by all sorts of ethnicities. What I found out we're going to have uh, next week, actually. To, uh, the director of the Census Bureau is going to be on with oh, us. Oh, okay. Oh, wonderful. He's talking, he talked about ethnicities. I went to a little get-together at the Houston Endowment last week. Mm-hmm. And so there were different groups from different uh, places, you know, Chinese, Vietnamese, Philippines, yada, yada, yada. So to, uh, we should learn more about how the diversity factor applies in Houston, especially District 7. Mm-hmm. U.S. District 7 which is now currently held by Lizzie Fletcher. Yes. Mm-hmm. It runs all the way from the third ward to Sugarland. Uh-huh. It was created especially so that a Democrat could take over. Right. Mm. So and so she's bound to be continuing, right, as well, an incumbent? Right, right. But she has an a, uh, I think he's, he's a Muslim uh, opponent. I don't know whether he's Pakistani or an Indian. I think he's Indian. Pariz Azman. Uh-huh. He's only 32 or something, and he's running oh. against her. 
Oh, well, not much of a chance. I don't think so. But your name recognition, you know, sure. that sort of stuff. You know, I went to one of these, um, uh, actually Jawahar had sent me to cover that event. It was about the census and there was a, a huge talk about, you know, the Asian and uh, Pacific Islander all being grouped and the mm-hmm. Middle Eastern people had no clue which category they really fitted in, you know, and it's still an issue, you know. Mm-hmm. The way that they have, uh, you know, categorized the different races there's a lot of gray area and many countries and many uh, nationalities don't know where they, they belong, fit. you know, and sure. it's it's a huge issue. I, and I don't know why nothing is being done about it. Yeah. They, but, they did Well, classification is it, certainly but, difficult. Yes. And how do you classify, for example, our uh, third generation people? Uh, the, we, I classify them as deep brown coconuts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I don't know if you would call them uh, Indo-Americans even. Right, right. You won't. You won't. Yeah. I mean, and you know that... They'll still be categorized as Asian Pacific Islanders. But as far as the Indian government goes, yeah. they can still get an OG, OCI card. <laughs> right. <yeah. laughs> Until they have children, right? Correct. Yeah, right. I think it's... Uh, uh, Great-grandfather? Great-grandfather. That's it? Okay. Right. Uh, but on the other hand, I, before we go into the lineup, I just wanted to point out something that's very disturbing. I, I, I was reading about this today uh, through our partnership with the Houston Chronicle. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So there's a group of Texas investors who are accusing the apartment uh, owner for Apple, App, Apple's Way Investments. They're suing him for $12.4 bucks. The group of 123 investors filed a lawsuit in Harris County this week accusing uh, the the owner of that, uh, the apartment complex. His name is uh, Jay Gajaveli. Uh, he's the founder of the apartment complex, uh, okay. the, the investment firm. Uh, they, m- the investors were mostly first-generation Indian immigrants living in Houston and Texas who heard about Appleway's investments potential real estate deals uh, through family, friends, and word of mouth. Roughly a year ago, uh, Apple's way sought to raise money from private individuals. So get this. According to the lawsuit, uh, Apple's way, they decided to buy the apartment complex, the Siena on Westheimer, Uh a 646-unit property at 6263 Westheimer. After some delays, they were told in September that the deal was closed, except one of... uh, with with one of the uh, the partners mentioning it and congratulating everybody, it wasn't until six months later mm-hmm. that the investors discovered Apple's way never bought Sienna on Westheimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Accor- uh, instead, they the um, Apple's way had moved the twelve point four million dollars to another possible investment mm-hmm. without their knowledge. Sure. Apple's way used the money as non-refundable earnest money to enter a potential deal to buy a portfolio of 1,623 apartments throughout the, uh, uh, the area in Spring Branch. Mm-hmm. So investors beware. We have Indians screwing other Indians by make, doing fraudulent stuff like this. Just yeah. as what happens in India. It's yeah, very common beware. in India. So yeah. they took all the ideas from there and are implementing them here. Right. So yeah. I know this. a lot of people are buying apartment complexes and a lot of uh, uh, groups are putting together partnerships to buy this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, if it's too good to be true, 
that's not the only thing here because they this was fraud. They just took the money and put oh, something yeah. else yeah. in. And and uh, furthermore, they happen to own uh, one of these apartment complexes in the East End. The residents accused Applesway last year of allowing unsafe conditions, mold, pests, rats, pr proliferate on the property. Mm -hmm. That East End apartment has now come under new ownership. Mm. And I know that uh, I, we talked about this uh, last time, but he, uh, the, the company has actually lost $30 million in the process. Oh, wow. So, anyway... Yeah, there was also our Indian youngster, right, who went and rammed into the with a U-Haul truck. Yeah, right. Can yes. you believe? I was shocked to hear his name when they first released. His what was name. his name? Sai Kangalu, I think. Yeah. Wow. Sounds. Uh, and he was a mentally. Yeah. He was an overachiever. Telugu sounds, sounds Telugu. Yeah. He was an overachiever. He had done really well in everything that he entered into. But huh. so, Sanjali. Very sad. That you know they're so misdirected and miss. Okay, folks. So as you know, you're listening to Indo American News Radio, and uh, today is um, May twenty seventh. And uh, in our unplug session, we had our I think I know this quiz with our wild DP students Aditi, Netra, and Vinay. Um, here's the guest lineup for our main segment of the program. And you are listening to us either on 98.7 FM or the Masala Radio app. By Monday, you can hear our recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public and Breaker. We have four years of podcasts and have and have had over 6,900 hits. Please do support our show. Select follow on our Spotify podcast channel to receive new updates. The more hits we get, the more we support, the more the support we get from Spotify. And please do give us a five-star rating. Today, we are joined once again by our monthly Medicare insurance broker, Nutan Patel, who will explain the different enrollment periods that are available to sign up for insurance. She will be joining us at 4.20 p.m. And you'll be surprised to know that there are more than a dozen times you can enroll. At 4.50 p.m., Houston Chronicle commentator Chris Tomlinson will be joining us. Uh, he has an incisive view on many items that affect Texans from political backroom maneuvers to corrupt politicians and energy shenanigans and carbon capture, which he shares in his weekly columns in the newspaper. He has also often been on our show, as he is going to be today, to share his insights. Even before he went to Harvard to get his law degree, Raj Salhotra was driven to help young people through a nonprofit he had set up. When he returned, he turned his back on a lucrative law career to pursue his passion for effecting change in society by running for Houston City Council and then starting the non-profit Momentum Education. He is now running for HCC District 5 trustee and joins us to explain his reasons. He will be joining us at 5.20 p.m. to explain his reasons and his platform. Also, stay tuned in for more news um, a news roundup from Promote, Views, Sports, and Movie Reviews. To be featured on our show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at indoamericannews at yahoo.com. 
and please do visit our website indoamerican-news.com to track all current stories and remember to visit our digital archives from over 15 years. And here's Pramod with his awesome news roundup. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. I like that. Uh, thank you, Sanchali. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, around the world. At the top of the news this weekend is the continuing stalemate in the discussions between President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy about raising the debt ceiling. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has extended the deadline before the federal government runs out of cash to actually June 5th. According to NPR, the contours of a debt ceiling deal have been largely worked out, including defense and discretionary spending. But thorny areas remain, such as work requirements for federal assistance programs. India is looking forward to the inauguration of the new parliament building tomorrow. It is a revamp of the existing building at a cost of $2.4 billion. Prime Minister Narendra Modi will inaugurate the building himself instead of India's President Draupadi Murmu. This decision has resulted in a boycott of the ceremony by 19 political parties. A highlight of the inauguration will be presentation of a gold-plated scepter by Tamil priests. This is a reenactment of a similar scepter presented to Prime Minister Jawaharlal Nehru in 1947. A significant political event is the start of impeachment proceedings against Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton. There are 20 articles of impeachment against Paxton by the Republican-controlled House, citing years of misconduct and lawbreaking, including an affair. The debate over the impeachment resolutions started at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Meanwhile, in Europe, Ukraine's Air Force has launched strikes on 11 Russian clusters of personnel and equipment. Some news reports are suggesting that this could be the brink of the long-awaited offensive for Ukraine to regain its lost territory. In recent dates, Ukrainian officials have played down expectations of a single decisive engagement, saying the offensive would consist of a series of operations that are already underway. A 19-year-old Indian-origin youth has been arrested after he crashed into metal barriers near the White House. The youth, Sai Varshit Kandula, told investigative agencies that his goal was to get into the White House, seize power, and be put in charge of the nation. After the crash, Kandula attempted to fly a red and white flag with a Nazi swastika in the center. A spate of high-ranking educators in Houston have resigned. HISD Superintendent Millard House left his office on Friday in anticipation that the Texas Education Agency, which intends to take over the school district, will appoint a new superintendent. Meanwhile, Texas Southern University President Dr. Leslie Crompton Young retired suddenly after the holding, holding her position for only two years. In sports news, the Gujarat Titans won their elimination match yesterday against the Mumbai Indians in dramatic fashion with batsman 
Shubnam Gill scoring a dramatic 129 runs in just 60 balls with 10 sixes and 6 fours. The Titans led by Hardik Pandya will now face the Chennai Super Kings led by Mahendra Singh Dhoni. The championship match will take place tomorrow morning Houston time. The Houston Astros are now on a winning spree. Last night, Astros pitcher Hunter Brown struck out a career 10 batters to lead the Astros to a 5-2 victory against the Oakland A's. And uh, I need to mention the NBA playoffs. The uh, the Denver Nuggets, if you listen to the quiz contest, know that Denver Nuggets are already in the finals and Miami Heat and Boston Celtics Uh, Miami is leading 3 to 2 and, and there's a game that's on tonight at 8:30 Eastern time. Thank you Pramod that was great. Wait, wait, well, I'm finished. <laughs> We're almost out of time. Yeah, oh, we have, okay. we have Well, time. go ahead then. Uh, that's all the news for this afternoon. More views, discussions and music as we continue with the Indo-American news talk. There was show. a news for uh, Jawahar and I'm, yes. I'm going to read it until we go. Uh, uh, medical advances will soon make it possible to give birth to humans with absolutely no human participation. Oh. Yes, so that's huge. That's I that reminds me of the movie Barbarella. I haven't seen it. Jane Fonda? Huh. Oh, Barbarella, they they this they, they rubbed their shoulders together and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be right back after the commercial break, folks. Stay tuned. PM on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, everyone. As you know, you're listening to Indo-American News Radio. We are back with our another edition, and this is the main segment of the program where we have our guests who call in or you know come into the studio and participate in different. ways. So right now we are happy to have Nutan Patel joining us. She is going to talk about more of insurance related issues. So Nutan Patel grew up in East Africa and spent some time in India and many years in London before landing in Houston in 1980, making it her permanent home. She's as local as a native Texan so to speak and embraces both the East and West cultures. Her professional background has been with a fast food franchise and corporate IT and sales prior to starting her business in Medicare 3 years ago. She helps people across Houston and all major cities in Texas and serves in many other states. She was awarded top agent for 2021 which is a distinguishable accolade for helping many individuals with Medicare during the pandemic and when seniors were most vulnerable she speaks english and gujarati and loves indian cultural festivities especially navratri she's dedicated to helping people with a passion for helping women and animals while volunteering at the animal shelter during hurricane harvey she adopted a small pup and named him hachi 
named after a real dog, which means loyal. Welcome back to the show, Nutan. We're glad to have you with us. Hi. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Hello, hello. Nutan is all the way, very far away from us today. She's in the woodlands. Ah. That's where she lives. That's where she lives. And and she's she's, uh, uh, invited us over to her place, right, Nutan? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> how sweet. <laughs> It'll be a nice getaway for a day. I love the woodlands. I love the area. Make up some Gujarati kamandokla. Oh, yes. I love Gujarati yeah. food. <laughs> so, Nuthan, we, we're so delighted to have you back with us. Like You and I, we were talking just the other day about the, what you wanted to discuss today. And we, uh, you told me that you'd like to t- give people more knowledge about enrollment periods. As far as uh, we know, Pramod, there's only two enrollment periods. There's one in, there's only one enrollment period. There's one in October to December, right? For Medicare. Well, I guess Newton can inform us. Yes. No, but the official, the official one is from, from October to December, right, Newton? That's right. Um, That's the annual enrollment period which means um, you can change, um, that's the time you can make a change to your policy if you wanted to change up your plan. And it runs from October 15th through December 7th. So, you know, if you want to make a change, something's not working for your plan or some ratings have gone down, whatever the case may be, that's when you would make a change. You know, it's interesting now, they chose December 7th, which is Pearl Harbor Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we go on vacation after that. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the brokers and the agents, yes, we take a short break after that. Um, however, if for some reason you miss that enrollment period and you have the Advantage plan, you know, um, Part C, I don't know, say we had a storm and, you know, ice storm here in Texas and you didn't get to change your plan and you have an advantage plan. What you have is an uh, election period, uh, January 1st through March 31st. It's called open enrollment. So those people who miss that opportunity can change, make a change. But but you 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 first but you have to enroll first between October and December. You can only change from January to March. Correct. You can. I mean, annual enrollment October through December is only a change because you know you already have a policy at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So you can make a change. Okay. However, if there were some circumstances, like say we had a major hurricane, which doesn't happen in December, that a freeze, we have those, mm-hmm. and um, you missed it, you have an opportunity to make a selection between January and March 31st, and it has to be from an Advantage plan to another Advantage plan. Okay? Oh, I see. It you can, can't change. It cannot be from a supplemental to advantage. It's advantage to advantage. But can you go from advantage to supplemental? You can go go higher? Uh, Well, yes. Because supplemental, you can go to supplemental anytime. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. I see, okay. So advantage to advantage. Correct. And that is January through March 31st called open enrollment. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I see. Okay. And uh, January through March, March uh, the thirty-first. Thirty-first. Yeah. And uh, so, but in order to do that, can you just do it online? Of course, uh, you can do any of these plans online. Um, but what happens is it becomes overwhelming when you're plugging in your zip code in your county and you come up with 60 plans, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, uh, how do I decide which plan is going to work for me? How do I, you know, the research of the doctors or your prescriptions, the benefits, um, your networks, it gets really overwhelming. Um, it's just like, you know, for myself under 65 marketplace insurance. I don't know what I'm looking for. I go to a broker and say, this is what I need, right? Uh-huh. Year to year, there's consistency. They know what I need. So we just review our policy every year, that type of thing. Right, but you're, I can t- you're go talking about... marketplace, but I don't, right? But you're talking about private insurance in your case. Right, but I'm just giving you an example, right? In marketplace, we don't go online and do it. We find an agent. It's the same with Medicare. Mm-hmm. You're going to find an agent. Um, you may call, say, United, one of the carriers, and call their 800 number mm-hmm. for their specific plans. Or you're going to go to a broker who is going to say, okay, you've got all these plans. Let's know, narrow it down based on your needs to two or three. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, at that point... Uh, you you go to a broker to to help, but you, there are. But you yesterday when you were telling me about this, you said there are other times that also you can enroll or other reasons why you can make changes, right? Correct, correct. I want to say there's eighteen other election periods. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, say um, the most widely used is change of residence. Mm-hmm. If you move to another area, um, Mm -hmm. say you're in Fort Bend County Mm -hmm. and you move to Harris County, um, you may have to change your plan because the county changed, right? Mm -hmm. If your plan is not offered, if it's offered in Harris County, you don't need to make a change. Let's say it's not offered and then you have 63 days to enroll in a new plan that's offered in that new county. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's like the first, that's most widely used is when people move. Um, say you are transferred for work overseas for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You come back. Well, then you can enroll right away. Mm-hmm. You know, you were gone for many years. I see. Um, so the, the one that's least likely to, uh, you, I, you know, that you're going to see least likely is if you were incarcerated, you were in jail. You, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right. But you, that is on there because if you're incarcerated, right? Oh, yeah. Um, you may not carry your Medicare. Well, no, but if you're incarcerated, don't you automatically lose Medicare? You know, it's a great question. I'm not yeah. so sure. Because you, you're now under prison insurance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to go check on that. Because your doctors, you can't go to your doctors anymore. That's true. But, um, Correct. But Correct. I took advantage of the second enrollment period because about two years back, uh, I went with a broker and I switched to Aetna Advantage Plan. And 
then I found out that uh, the medic uh, the insulin cost was quite high with Aetna. So I switched to uh, uh, KLCC board, and I'm very happy with them. And I did it all through a broker like Newton. Right, because she probably, your broker, you know, plugged in your prescription. Correct. And was able to see where, you know. Where it would be cheaper. What's going to work best in terms of your co-pays, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah, but Newton, I had a question. Uh, You know, each uh, situation is different. But other than that, are there like top tier insurances, advantage plans in the Harris County? Uh, you're asking me um, the the top tier or the best plans? Yeah, best County? few plans. Are there such a thing? Um, I, I'm not going to say they're top tier or the best. What you're looking for, the first thing you're going to look, you're going to notice the carriers. You're uh-huh. going to be familiar with majority of the carriers that are available to you. Right. Um, and you may have a preference towards one or the other. Right. The next thing you're going to look for is their star rating. It's uh-huh. five stars, and um, anything above a four star is going to be a, a pretty solid plan and carrier, you okay. know, because uh, customer service is going to be great, your networks are going to be good, ease of appointments. And um, there are like six or seven criteria that that's based on. Mm-hmm. But that's the first thing you're going to look for. And when, you know, when you've got those two, then you're going to look for your doctors, your prescriptions, and then other ancillary benefits. That's how you're going to select a plan. Oh, okay. okay. So just because Kelsey's five-star, it's been five-star for like seven years, it works great for you, but okay. it may not work best for right. me. Right, I realize that. are going to be different, right? Yes, because yes. the doctors could be different. Correct. Exactly. Kelsey always wants you to go to their doctors and their clinics. Yeah. It's, it's coordinated care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, therefore, um, the, uh, the kind of uh, plan you choose, you want to make sure that you, your doctors are in those plans, regardless of right. whether... yeah. In my case, my doctor was in the Kelsey plan. Mm-hmm. And then I like the fact that there's a choice of many doctors. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like the old HMO system where uh, you saw whichever doctor was on call. On call. Yeah, it's not like that. It's like more like a PPO plan. Yeah, where but within you, Kelsey. You can choose a doctor. Within Kelsey. Within Kelsey, and then keeps seeing him or her on a regular basis. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And Kelsey has like 35 centers across the oh, yeah, metro. Oh, yeah, and they're and popping they're them up have, all over the I, place. I want to say they're going to have another, I don't know, 20 or so next year added. Uh, yes. So you can go to any of those. So it's not like you've only got one facility where Correct. you can see doctors. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but uh, that's an option that you, if you wanted to make that change, you can do this during the open enrollment period or... Even afterwards. Even afterwards. If you are already enrolled in some advantage plan. But even afterwards, for through these different criteria that Newton was mentioning, like Correct. you're out of the country 
or uh, you uh, have a uh, you're released from jail <laughs> <you're> really <laughs> <laughs> i had to i had to throw that one out there um, well, one other thing i i need to mention is if uh, there is a plan that's five star for instance we have kelsey and signa that's five star in our counties right now mm-hmm. okay that's if good you, to know if for some reason Say you're on a plan that's very low performing, like say a two and a half stars or something like that. Uh-huh. You can move to a five star plan any time of the year. Oh, okay. Really? Because yes, because if it's a very say a low performing plan, your doctors are leaving the network. Whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. If if your needs are not being met because the plan's not working anymore for you then you can change your plan to a five-star plan. And currently we have um, Cigna and Kelsey. Oh, okay. But do you have to let them know why you're making that change? Is, uh, the change to... would happen on the application. That's one of the, you know, they're moving to a five-star plan. Oh, I did not know this. The checkbox. Mm. Yeah, that's news to me too. That's interesting. That's That's a good feature to know. So if you upgrade your plan because of the non-performance of the plan you're in, then you are able to do so. You're not penalized. No. Okay. Well, folks, listen, this is interesting news. I mean, for a lot of people out there who are listening in and listening to Nuthan Patel right now, she's an insurance broker, and she deals only in Medicare insurance. You can reach her at 713-899-0417. And uh, we're going to be going into a commercial break in a minute, uh, Nuthan. Uh, but um, no jingle today. No, no, I have the jingle. I have the jingle. All right, I love the jingle. <laughs> yeah, I have the jingle. But uh, we we still have a couple of minutes to go. But uh, the 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 important thing to remember is that you can make these changes. Now, I have a question, Nuthan. Uh Is there a, a difference between uh, Harris County and Fort Bend as far as these advantage plans are concerned? No, we're, we're quite fortunate. We have Harris County, Montgomery County, Fort Bend County, um, parts of Brazoria. Uh-huh. Uh, all the plans pretty much work across oh, okay. all That's of these great. counties very well. We get into Brazoria, you know, there may be a couple that are not there. Uh-huh. Um, but no, pretty much they're, they're the same. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So once again... So, once again, oh, go ahead. The, uh, what, we're, <laughs> what we're focusing in on is different times that you can change plans. And uh, even after the open enrollment in March, on March 31st, when it ends, you can still change the plans. If, for example, you upgrade or you have come back to the country or there are other reasons. Is, is divorce one of those reasons? <laughs> the what? Well, yeah, divorce. if you get divorced. But if you stay in oh. the county. Okay, no, it's all based on county. Yeah, oh, well, geographically. It's not location. like um, employer plans, no. So, but if you, you yeah. change counties, you can change plans. Yeah. Correct. Okay, even though you may end up with the same, like Kelsey to Kelsey, but you could, you still, you, you have the option. Um, you wouldn't change Kelsey. Yeah, you can change if you wanted to. Okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. So the other area uh, where you see a lot of changes are, um, do we need to go to commercial break? Uh, 
let's in see. two minutes. In, well, I'm going to run your jingle, so why don't we do that, and then we'll be back. Folks, don't go away. This is going to be the jingle that we've been talking about. It's a nice jingle. Very catchy jingle, yeah. And, and we have Nutan Patel with us, who's telling us about Medicaid. Here's the jingle. Nutan will be back with, with right you after, after the, the commercial break. Yeah. Make sure you've got facts. Make sure you've got Newton. Newton's got your back. Make sure that you're covered. She'll help you get what you need. Make Medicare simple. Well, that's a very nice jingle. We, oh, yeah. we could, we're all dancing to it, Nuthan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, folks, if you want to reach out to Nuthan Patel, you can reach her at 713-899-0417. And we will be back after these commercial messages from, uh, well, we've got about 30 seconds to go. So, Nuthan, don't go away, too. Okay. Be right here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Indo-American News Radio, India News, U.S. News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. Looking for fresh, homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. पिछले दो सालों में बहुत कुछ बदला और अगर कुछ है जो नहीं बदला वो है महाराजा के हीरे The most beautiful diamonds precisely crafted in eternal designs Maharaja best quality diamonds at 2020 prices Maharaja bringing diamonds to life 5821 Hillcroft 7134806776 a wedding is a once-in-a-lifetime milestone to celebrate in grand fashion. Margaritaville Lake Resort, Lake Conroe, provides the space and splendor for the ultimate South Asian wedding experience. Exquisite indoor and outdoor venues for up to 600 guests. All suite guest rooms overlooking the beautiful Lake Conroe and a variety of multi-day amenities and events for a truly one-of-a-kind wedding. All is possible at Margaritaville. Call 936-448-3103 now to plan the wedding of your dreams. 
crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Here's that jingle again. Nuthun, I think you could make money on that jingle. <laughs> right? Um, it just it reminds me of like the margarita bill. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's got it's got a vibe on that. Yeah, it's got a good, great little, you know, beat to it. And, the only thing is uh, the pronunciation of your name. It Newton. became very American. Yeah, yes. Newton. <laughs> Newton. It's so Americanized, you know. <laughs> yeah. But to here, tell since I was I think people call me Newton. 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 Yeah. Only yeah. the Indi- even, yeah. So yeah, no, but but I'm I'm serious. Make that guy. The best he could do. <laughs> make that guy uh, make a long version of it and put it on YouTube. You might be able to get a few hits here. Yeah. On Instagram. Good idea. Oh, you know. Yeah, you know, you. I mean, you may make more money more money than selling <laughs> Medicare. <laughs> <laughs> you may not need us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, but the only thing that's missing out of that, because this is actually a video and and it's got oh, a lot okay. of text in the video, but the only thing missing out of the the song is the phone number to reach Newton. It's at seven one three eight nine nine zero four one seven. Yeah. So it's because I'm supposed I'm sending these out to people. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. So, yeah. folks, if you want to get a copy of the jingle <laughs> called Newton, but if you also want to know more about enrollment and Medicare in general, she's a wealth of information. So the, what we were talking about really was the enrollment period. Mm-hmm. And so we, you say there's up to maybe 18 different types of reasons why you can still make a change even after March Correct. 31st. So let me go into, uh, you know, the next phase. Um, Most common is when you leave an employer plan. People are working, you know, much longer now till 67, 68. When you leave your plan, Mm -hmm. you can join Medicare at any time during the year. Oh, yes, that's an important one. Or say um, you had this credible coverage through your employer, but the plan doesn't meet the requirements of Medicare, you know, the Mm -hmm. plan has sort of deteriorated, Mm -hmm. then you can leave that plan and join Medicare at any time. Uh, So if you're not happy with your insurance plan, your private insurance plan. Not if you're not happy. Well, anytime you can leave your insurance employer plan and join 
if if you're over 65, if you're over 65. A plan may not meet the requirements of Medicare, and you have to leave and get on Medicare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but this all is is predicated by you of being over 65? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Sure. So is there any ever any time when someone who's below 65 that can get Medicare? If, uh, you know... There, there, there are times um, if you are, have certain disabilities, um, oh. if you have... Um, if you're on dialysis, certain types of kidney and stage uh, renal disease. Really? And so you can be any age if you have a disability or the end-stage renal disease, right, kidney disease. Uh, you can be any age and get on Medicare. Really? Yes. Hmm. Okay. People with disabilities are, are on there uh, a lot. Cause mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you have to be on disability for two years, 24 months. Oh, I you see. you can join Medicare, yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to know. I did not know that. We have, Sanjali here has a disability. She keeps on doing Sudoku <laughs> while she's on the radio. <laughs> that's a good ability to multitask. <laughs> not a disability. So, Nuthan, uh, any, any other important information that you want to impart? We, we're going to be the running out of time in about three minutes. I want to mention real quickly is when someone's on Medicaid, you mm-hmm. know, they already have Medicare, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden now they're qualifying for Medicaid. Mm-hmm. So there are separate plans for Medicare and Medicaid. They can enroll in that plan, you know, as soon as they get that Medicaid. And people, and it's called a dual plan. It's dual Medicare, Medicaid. Mm-hmm. They have the ability to change their plan every quarter if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I see, I see. Yeah. So United Healthcare was pushing that a lot, this dual care. What do you mean? Well, last year I got a lot of mail from United Healthcare. They were saying, "Hey, you, if you if you have this, you you can do Medicaid and and so on." And uh, I guess they knew my mother was on Medicare and that she wasn't working, and so maybe they thought maybe she oh. could be qualifying. Yeah, a lot of senior citizens might qualify for this if they don't have enough income. Right. So those are some of the major ones where people are going to make a change. Um. Another one is, say you get diagnosed with a chronic condition, mm-hmm. some heart disease or something like that. Mm-hmm. You're able to make a change and get into a chronic plan. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. All right. There were specific plans for you know, certain chronic diseases. Mm, I understand. I understand. Okay. Well, Newton, well, thanks once again for sharing all this with us. We always enjoy having you with us, and we're going to come up there for... Chai and pakoras to the woodlands one day. There you go. <laughs> Doklas. So Doklas. Doklas. Doklas, yeah. Yeah. Once again, folks, we've been talking to Nuthan Patel, who's an insurance uh, broker for Medicare and her own company. It's And the number to reach her is 713-899-0417. And when you call her, tell her to send you, you her jingle. All right, thank you. <laughs> Take care, <laughs> Nuthan. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, so uh, we already have our next guest on on the line, and we're waiting on him. So let me let me get him on the line with us. Uh, the let's see. Here we go. Hey, Chris, are you there? 
I am. I am. How are you, Jay? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for calling in. Chris Tomlinson. Oh, yes. Thank you so much, Chris, for calling in. uh, Quickly, uh, Jawahar, can you uh, share Nutan's number? There was a caller. Right. It's the number is seven one three eight nine nine zero four one seven for Newton Patel. She's a wealth of information. Uh, does so she have a website? I forgot. It's Newton she at NewtonPatel dot com. Newton at NewtonPatel dot com. Newton, uh, I think uh, I can check that and, and repeat that later. But we, I will, I will do that. Okay. Yes. Pramod, you want to introduce yes, Chris? Yes. Yes. This is Pramod, and I'm very pleased to introduce uh, Chris Tomlinson. Chris is a business columnist for the Houston Chronicle where he writes about energy, economics, and policy. Formerly, Chris was the supervisory correspondent for the Associated Press in Austin, responsible for government and political reporting in Texas. Chris was the chief bureau for East Africa from 2004 to 2007. He worked as an investigative reporter as a contractor for the AP from August 2007 to 2009. In 2009, he was named a fellow in journalism at the Robert Strauss Center for International Security Studies and Law. Chris also teaches writing at the University of Texas Department of Journalism and the Lyndon Baines Johnson School of Public Affairs. He also lectures across the country on international reporting and strategic communication in the developing world. He's the author of two New York Times bestsellers, Tomlinson Hill, The Remarkable Story of Two Families Who Shared the Tomlinson Name, One White and One Black. It's a book about bigotry and racism in Texas and his experience in covering seven ethnically influenced wars around the world. And his other book is Forget the Alamo, The Rise and Fall of an American Myth, which drew widespread outrage from conservatives including Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Welcome, Chris. Welcome, welcome. And uh, for your listeners who who aren't on Twitter, uh, the Texas Attorney General has just been impeached. (laughs) Wow, we've been looking forward (laughs) to this day. We never thought it would happen. (laughs) We've been looking forward to this day. Uh, Chris, what happened? How did the Republicans turn on Paxton? I thought he was one of their tribe. Well, I mean, he he was, but I'm afraid the uh, the evidence against him was overwhelming. Uh, the House voted 121 to 23, wow. which means that roughly 55 Republicans uh, joined the Democrats in. Uh, I think no, that's 60. 60 Republicans joined the Democrats in voting to uh, impeach. Um, I've been watching the testimony this afternoon, and it, it really was extraordinary, the evidence they have. Um, right. But now it does go it, to the Senate, does it not? Yeah, what happens There's now? There's a trial. So, Who's you know, court, the Attorney right? General has been removed. He's been removed from office. He's suspended, oh, okay. right? Right. So he's he's no longer, um, he, he's been suspended, so he has he's going to have to move out of his office. And the and the next step is it goes to the Senate for a trial, uh-huh. and I you know and and something I think that a lot of people don't appreciate is that one of the investigators hired by the House is uh, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick's son, mm-hmm. uh, the former U.S. Attorney for uh, the Houston area. Right. Oh, yes. Wow. So, no, sorry. Um, 
That's right, and it's so it's it's interesting. Well, and and the, one of the people in the Senate who has would be uh, voting on this voting thing is his wife, is his wife, Angela Paxton. She'll have to recuse exactly. herself. And so this is all in the family. I mean, Paxton has this. His saga makes the some of the Indian stuff look tame. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's not forget that uh, Nate Paul uh, is at the center of this. Right. A, uh, an Indian uh, real estate developer uh, in Austin. Right. Uh, is, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's the one that, uh, that paid the bribes and mm. who, who uh, received the favorable treatment from, uh, from, the, from General Paxton. Well, you know, and that's, again, I was just telling you, the, the, our Indian, uh, our Indian uh, law-abiding citizens are not so law-abiding. We talked about one of them earlier on, the, the guy who owns Apple's Way, Apple's Way Investments. And the, Investment company. And he used fraudulently uh, shifted money around in buying apartments, and now he's being indicted and so on. Uh, or under well, there, are, there are con artists in every community. community. There are That's gangsters true. in every community. I was telling, we were talking. I was talking with a friend last night about the uh, the long history of uh, gangsterism in the Hasidic Jew community. That's true. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's. Um, yes. Yeah. I mean, when you when you've got that much money and you've got international trade and boats full of goods moving across borders. Uh, of course, of course. There's, no, you know, so we're talking diamonds. Oh so, yeah, of course. Yeah, but now you, since you mentioned Nate Paul, did yeah, you have I'm, a little? Did you have a little background on Nate Paul? I'm reading up about him actually. I just but let's see what up. Chris. Yes, what yes. Chris, do you have anything on Nate Paul that you could share? Well, I mean, only that he um, started a, a company called World Class Properties Holdings, where he's. Holdings, where he started uh, buying properties in the in Texas, predominantly in Austin, um, and he he made some questionable deals that got the FBI interested. And so, when the FBI started uh, serving subpoenas on him, he asked uh, Paxton to name a special prosecutor that uh, Paul's attorney recommended, who then went off and issued 39 criminal subpoenas against the FBI agents and the other people who were investigating Nate Paul. Whoa. That's, that's really... And, and of course, the, the, the professionals in the attorney general's office uh, stepped in and said, no, 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 you can't do this, and they quashed those 39 subpoenas mm -hmm. of the... Of the law against the judges and the law enforcement officers involved uh, in investigating Nate Paul. So he got but, an eleventh um, hour reprieve and he dodged a jail sentence. Yes. Yeah. No. So it's. Um, yeah. It's. It's. It, yeah. So that's the. That's probably. Oh, and also the the um, the attorney general leaked confidential information from the FBI to. Nate Paul and his attorneys. Mm. Uh, that's among the allegations. Wow. So, right. So it's a lot of money that's been sloshing around with Nate Paul. Mm -hmm. he's still well, and he's also, but also Nate Paul has declared bankruptcy on many of the properties uh -oh, that he owns. Okay. Yeah. And, 
Um, the, the status of the others remains very muddy and unclear. Isn't that special? Um, We've got Indian connections all the way to all these uh, corrupt practices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's like, you know, we, we, you know Ken Paxton's a, a good, uh, you know, Anglo-Irish, uh, of Anglo-Irish descent, much like myself. So, yeah. you know, it's... Um, yeah. Um, you know. So, Chris, uh, I, I just want to interject here. I've been following Chris's uh, uh, columns for years, And it was maybe about two, three years ago, Chris, that I first approached you to be on our show because because of one of the columns, right? Yes, yes, sir. And and since then, we've learned a great deal about Chris, and 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 I've really admired the kind of investigative reporting you've done. Um, so right now, the legislature is almost uh, at its end of this the regular session. Do you think there's going to be a special session called by the governor? Oh, almost certainly there will be. A, I mean, I don't, uh, it would be a minor miracle um, for them to resolve everything by midnight tomorrow. So, and then so the, that, the, that's the deadline. The big thing, um, the big thing is property tax relief, right? Yes, the property tax uh, bill, um, they've been searching for a compromise, you know, because the big difference was that the Senate wanted to raise the homestead exemption. The House wanted to limit how much the appraisal uh, of your home value can go up for tax purposes year over year. It's two radically different approaches. The House wanted to limit it from 10% to 5%, but they wanted it to go across the board between residential as well as business uh, businesses. Right. And, you know, and let's, let's be clear, you know, businesses are suffering from high property taxes, too. Oh, yes. Um, you know, especially if you're a, a small business owner and you own the property where you're operating from. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're, there is no limit to how much your property tax can go from year, go up from year over year. Right. In the, um, in, in, on business property. Right. Yeah, and but, Chris, uh, if you're an individual... Uh, homeowner, the other plan probably is better, raising the homestead exemption? Well, I, it depends on uh, what time period you're talking about, uh -huh. right? So if, if you're just worried about how much, more, how much money am I going to save next year, yes. then yes, it is uh, the, the increase in the exemption will benefit you more next year than a uh, cap on increases in appraisal. But if, you're, if you live in your home for 20 years, um, then you're going to have a lot more savings from a cap on, appraise, on, on appraisal increases. Oh, okay. Right, yes, so, absolutely. So 5%, which is David Felon, his, his, his suggestion. But now David Felon... Uh, the other day in this in the in the house, he was found garbling a lot of words and so on. And Paxton, we missed our commercial break, Jawar. Oh, we did. Yes. Oh, we'll be right back, Chris. Don't go away. Okay. No problem. 11:30 a.m.
free health and dental checkup. 3 to 5.30 p.m. Fusion dance, music and chanting. 3.30 to 8.30 p.m. Chariot pulling and Samuhik Maha Arti. Free dinner, Maha Prasad. Shopping bazaar, free parking and kids play area. Call 281-888-5220. Visit ratjatra.org. If you think you're keeping up with the news, tell us what you know. Get on the Indo-American News Radio Quiz Show. I think I know this. The only quiz of its kind on Desi Radio. In the U.S. And win points, a prize, laughs and make friends. To get on the Indo-American News Radio, email today. IndoAmericanNews at Yahoo.com or call 713-789-6397. Indo-American News Radio on Masala 90. 8.7 FM every Saturday 3 to 6 PM with Jawahar Sanchali Pramod and Jyoti. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. We're back again, folks, with Chris Tomlinson, who's from the Houston Chronicle. He's a uh, commentator and analyst for the Houston Chronicle. We were talking to him about the Texas legislature and the closing days, well, basically one more day, of the Texas legislature in the regular session, and, and he's saying that we're probably going to go to a special session because of the property tax bill. But on the other hand, the the uh, on the subject of the property tax bill, uh, uh, t- uh, Chris, I mentioned that that felon was caught on video uh, garbling some of the words that he was using. But uh, a minute or two later, he was talking; he was perfectly well. So, uh, but Paxton and Patrick and uh, maybe a few other people in the the GOP accused felon of being drunk on the job. Can you comment on that? Well, I mean, if I have no, I did not provide a breathalyzer, so I can't tell <laughs> what was wrong with the speaker. Uh, but I can say that he would not be the first uh, speaker to be drunk on the job. There is a long history of drinking <laughs> during these late night yeah, this is Texas. sessions, and I've seen many drunk lawmakers over the years. Um, uh, Lieutenant Governor uh, David Dewhurst used to go polish off a bottle of wine while debate was going on. Really? Uh, the Texas Land and Cattle, and then he would come back. Uh, yeah, I mean, he would leave, go to steak dinner, drink a bottle of wine, come back, and, uh, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it's, not, it's not uncommon. Um, so when, when Paxton was given a warning that, you know, his, his days were numbered, and so for, you know, for Paxton, he was just trying to, he was trying to slow down the process of um, of being uh, impeached. Of being impeached. So, um, what other bills are still outstanding in the legislature that need well, hearing? School vouchers. Um, the school vouchers bill mm-hmm. is still hung up, and you know the lieutenant governor and the governor Greg Abbott both have said that they that's a priority for them, mm-hmm. um, and if one does not pass. 
uh, I think Patrick said he would make sure that something happened to force a special session. And so I think we'll, we'll also see a special session over that. Uh, and lastly, uh, the bills to re to overhaul the electricity markets. Yes. Uh, they are a complete mess right now. Um, and there is some really ugly uh, infighting going on, even between Republicans, about how this is going to turn out. So, you know, that's all tied to a, to a bill that must pass. And so there's a good chance they'll blow up that bill, too. Mm-hmm. And and force a special session on energy electricity markets. Well, not special so, sessions are what six weeks long. They are four weeks. Um, I think they're thirty days, um, and they only address what the governor puts on the agenda. Uh-huh. And and that's why usually we see some very ugly things happen in a special session. Because in a regular session, you can trade votes. I can give you a vote on health care if you give me a vote on electricity. Uh, but if the governor says, oh, the next four weeks, you're only going to talk about electricity, there, there's, no, there's no trading to be done. Mm-hmm. And so the majority party usually rams through the most extreme version uh, of the bill that they can, man- that, that they can imagine. Right. And on the energy uh, sector, the uh, on the uh, subject of energy, you've written extensively about it and the fact that the the bills that are going through are, are, are trying to support the use of natural gas and they're not giving enough uh, support to sustainable uh, sources like wind and solar. Well, I mean, I think it goes, on, it goes beyond that. I mean, they are trying to pass laws that apply only to wind and solar energy that makes those businesses nearly impossible right. to do in Texas. Um, you know, they're trying to put fees and payments on existing wind and solar projects that, um, that will make them, you know, very unprofitable. Uh, and they're putting restrictions on new wind and solar projects that will make it virtually impossible to build them. Right, such forward. as restrictions from from uh, this location, uh, so many hundreds, a uh, hundred feet, a hundred and fifty feet from a building or a, a township or something like that. Right. Right, and these are, and what's ironic is the is that the oil and gas industry has no such um, such limitations. Correct. Right. So you can put in if you if it's private property, you can put an oil well right next to uh, a very environmentally sensitive uh, location, um, and under the law that they're proposing, you'll still be able to do that with oil wells, but you will not be able to put up a wind turbine uh, within the um, within the view of a wealthy billionaire because they will bankrupt you right yeah and so this is very targeted to the alternative energy sources just like absolutely and and it's about money yeah Yeah. it's all about it's all about natural gas trying to hold on to their market share they don't want to lose any more uh market share to renewables and and you know the legislature answers to the oil and gas industry that's correct and then uh, there's another story in the chronicle about uh, the texas billionaire uh, GOP mega donor Kelsey Warren. Uh, can you talk about him? Uh, he's the CEO of Energy Transfer, and Energy yes. Transfer is trying to build a LNG 
facility on the Louisiana coast. Yes, um, uh, Kelsey is a uh, he's a fascinating character. His company was behind the Dakota pipeline uh-huh. um, that you know we made a big deal of a few years ago when the right. Native Americans were protesting it going across their land. Um, when his company made $4 billion off of the uh, winter storm Uri, mm-hmm. and when uh, Lieutenant Governor Patrick tried to claw that money back, uh, Abbott intervened. And then once it was clear Warren was going to keep his money, um, he wrote a million-dollar check to uh, Greg Abbott's uh, campaign. <laughs> wow. Um, um, instant payback. <laughs> instant payback. Um he is uh, just an ultra conservative, uh, <laughs> multi billionaire who uh, does not hesitate to throw his weight around, and um, and you know people answer his phone calls and, and do his bidding. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's an, another interesting billionaire uh, in Mexico, Carlos Slim, and he bought a yep. stake in Mexico's uh, uh, oil field from Talos Energy. So that's kind of interesting as well. Yeah, I mean, Mexican, you know, Mexican, the Mexican energy uh, market right now is really uh, interesting just because uh, the previous president tried to liberalize it and, and allow private sector to basically take it over after 100 years of the government uh, oil company having an absolute monopoly. Right. And the current president is trying to uh, reverse and, 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 and drive out the private sector. And, of course, Carlos Slim, being one of the world's wealthiest men, has a lot of, uh, a lot of influence over that. So I think when you see Carlos Slim buying out Talos, it's, it it's, has as much to do with the politics of Mexico as it does about that energy resource. Yeah, so there's a huge um, connection between billionaires and energy. <laughs> well, that's not the only connection, though, because if you, uh, just to remind you about uh, another another billionaire, well, he's an engin- he's not so so billion-like, but he's, he's pretty uh, wealthy. Bruce Balbach, who's an anesthesiologist yeah. in Dripping Springs. What did he do? His property there is worth like $9 million. And, but Dripping Springs wanted to finalize the plans for a new pipeline to move wastewater from the, the north side of, of Dripping Springs to a regional treatment plant on the south side. Mm-hmm. And they had to go through some um, uh, areas that are adjoining the, the, the roads. And some of these uh, uh, were abutting on Balcock's, Balbox. Uh, property, right, uh, right, Chris. Right. You want to talk about that? Sure. I mean, the so you know, if you give enough money to a Texas lawmaker, they will give you something called a municipal utility district. Correct. Um, and that is a government entity that has all kinds of governmental powers. And so, a um, a, a hotelier in uh, Dallas has one of those, and he used it to put a ring around uh, Mr. Balbach's property <laughs> so to block that pipeline because he had done the same thing on his property up in Henderson County. Which is way up and, north. 
which is way up north. So there is, uh, yeah. So if you've if you've got the right, if you give enough money to a Texas lawmaker, they give you your own government, and then you can use that government to uh, anywhere in the state to protect your friend's property from from pipelines or uh, transmission towers or any of the other things that. Yeah, it's, it's called the Lazy W District Number One Municipal Utility District, and the way it works is the government cannot sue a government. So essentially, at that That's point, right. that point you can do anything with it. Wow. And even though this guy's property was way two hundred miles north of Dripping Springs, uh-huh. uh, Bruce Balbach was able to make an arrangement with him and say, "I'm going to sell you this land around here and make it part of your municipal utility district." Hmm. And therefore, Dripping right. Springs now cannot cross legally any part of his land. He circled, encircled his land with this easement, so to say. And yeah, it's, it's only a, it's a little frame. Yeah, it's like two or three feet wide. <laughs> and yeah. so now the people in Dripping Springs are going to suffer from the fact that it's going to cost them so much more just to build that pipeline. That's the way it works that's, in Texas. That's right. Yeah. No, I mean, you can... It's all about, I mean, so much of what happens to the legislature is about shifting the cost away from the wealthy and pushing it onto the poor. You know, uh, clean energy has saved Texas Texans $31 billion in wholesale electricity costs in the last 10 years. Oh, and, that's a and, great achievement. And now they want to take that away so that that $31 billion in savings will go to the natural gas industry instead. I mean, that's, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's about a ma- massive transfer of wealth, um, you know, from the, from the poor to the rich. It's, right. Yeah, and, and it seems uh, so unnecessary because, you know, uh, LNG has such a market in uh, uh, the Far East as well as Europe now. So they don't need uh, more electricity generation in Texas. Well, I mean, they no, can I, use sustainable sources. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're already the number one producer of wind power in the, in the country. That's also true. And, you know, I think it's also important to point out that these aren't the mega companies like Chevron or Shell or Exxon. I mean, the big global companies, they, they don't play in these kinds of things because you're right. They're working on a global scale. This is the this is the medium sized oil billionaire, the independent and, um, producers, the independent operators, or the or the what we call majors. They're the ones that um, that can't adapt. They're the ones uh, who have to fight over every pipeline, every LNG plant. Um, they're the smaller players who tend to be uh, involved more in these in these political games. Than, yeah. uh, than the big boys. That's true. And uh, just to close out a little bit, Chris, uh, totally different from the energy market, but I, I always get a, a chuckle out of people like Senator uh, Mays Middleton, for the Repu- yes. Republican for Galveston. He, call, yeah, he, re- he authored the Ten Commandments bill. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have anything better to do than the author of the Ten Commandments bill. Well, you know, you know, Senator Middleton is a he's a uh, he he's a freshman. You know, this is mm-hmm. his first session, mm-hmm. um, which means he has no idea what's going on or how to get <laughs> anything done. So why not, you know, feed some uh, red meat to um, 
to your uh, to your base, you know. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know that bill ended up dead as a doornail, um, just as you would, just as any veteran senator could have told you. Right, but so, but he could attach it to another bill in the special se- session to advance it through the legislature. He could, but you know, I think uh, the old timers know that. All you're going to do is spend anywhere between five and ten million dollars worth of the taxpayers' money in litigation mm-hmm. if you do that, and more than likely you're going to lose in the end. Right, right. So um, they've done it before, you know, a dozen times. They know how this story ends up. But um, here's a quote from Middleton, though. I mean, do you talk about a freshman senator and so on? Uh, he's obviously. Uh, got uh, he he's or thinking in a completely different way he said that the decision to to kill the bill has debunked the false doctrine of separation of church and state <laughs> it's like wait a minute this supposed to be separation of church and state yeah no it's um you know it, it this is you know these guys are these kind of Christian nationalist types who do this kind of thing, it's, it's doublespeak. You know, Correct. whatever word they use, whatever phrase, turn of phrase they have, it's, they use it in the opposite of what it really means. It's, it's very Orwellian these days. Yes, um, yeah. And, and this has been one of the worst um, legislative sessions I've seen in the last 14 years yeah. that I've been covering Texas politics. Uh, because you know it's just getting it's getting more angry and more hateful, uh, just as and that's a reflection of our national politics. I'm well, that's true. I'm that's true. Yes. That's true. But uh, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. It's always refreshing to have a first-hand review of what's happening in the in the state. And as uh, there is some hope that the sanity might come along. Stuart Rhodes was. <laughs> Was sentenced to eighteen years. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, miracles do happen. Miracles yeah. do happen. Make no mistake. Thank you, Chris. Once again, always a pleasure having you with us. Have- All right, take care, Jay. All right, Charlie, take care. Okay, Bye. you have a good Memorial Day weekend. Bye bye. All right, so here we go. We are now going to be going to our next uh, guest, but we're going to go to a commercial break first, right? Uh, yes. Ramon? Yes. Yes. Right. We'll be back, folks. Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American News Radio. Ekal Vidyalay non-profit organization impacted over 84,000 tribal villages in India. Community support has made Ekal's mission a noble reality. Ekal brings musical fundraiser Sur Sangam to Houston with Sarigamapa fame Vishwanath Batunge with leading artist and musical band. Friday, June 30th, Stafford Center, 6.30 to 7.30, Social Art. Complimentary appetizers, tickets starting from $25. Call 281-668-5999. 982 or visit ekel.org 
Mahesh's Kitchen Fine Dining serves fusion, avocado bale, Chinese chaat, mango habanero salmon, and traditional vindaloo curry, lasuni chicken tukra, whole pomfret. Mahesh's Kitchen authentic organic cuisine meets beautiful modern decor. To go and catering for 300, Mahesh's Kitchen, upscale Indian restaurant and bar in Sugarland Town Center. Exclusive Furniture's Memorial Day Furniture and Mattress Sale starts now. Save big, save now with incredible Memorial Day savings up to 45% off beautiful furniture for every room. And for the first time ever, experience better sleep on a new mattress. Any size for only $5.95. That's right, $5.95. Twin, full, queen, or king. One low price. Plus, no interest till 2025. And get free delivery. Exclusive Furniture, where low prices live. Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanchali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better. Every Saturday, listen to Masala Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, listeners. Uh, we're proud to have now Raj Salhotra as our next guest. Uh, Raj is a native Houstonian who has dedicated his life to service. He attended Rice University and majored in economics. And uh, after Rice, Raj joined Teach for America and taught high school math at Yes Prep. Uh, while at Harvard, he researched policy issues and even launched a mentorship program to help his former students succeed in college. Uh, upon graduating from Harvard, he returned to Houston, deferred a job with Baker Botts, and ran for Houston City Council. He secured a spot in the runoff, but ultimately lost to the incumbent. After the election, Raj returned to education, his true passion. Building off his previous work, he launched Momentum Education, a nonprofit to help first-generation low-income students to get to and through post-secondary education. Outside of this, Raj has been active in the Indian and Hindu communities as he has taught Sunday school at Arya Samaj and has served as the founding president of the Young Hindus of Greater Houston. Welcome, Raj, to Indo-American News Radio. Thank you. Hey, Raj. Uh, it's so good to have you with us. I'm so glad that you reached out to us. Now, we didn't mention, but it's in the promo, that, that Raj is running for HCC dist, uh, tr uh, trustee. District 5 trustee, right? That's correct. That's correct, Jayanko. Yeah, yeah. So so you're... you're uh, um, the race is on. the The election is in November. Is that right? Say that again, Jan. I couldn't hear you. So, so the election is when? Uh, November twenty twenty three. So this November. So November seventh or eighth of this and year. Just a few Correct. months from now. Right. So, uh, did you just? But you just announced, right? So, is that like enough time to to run this race? 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is a district seat, um, so significantly smaller than a previous race for citywide election. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's a good six months. And, um, you know, I think we have all the right tools to be successful. So okay. where does, how, uh, how big is the district and wh- what does it encompass? Yeah. So the district has 100,000 registered voters uh-huh. and it includes um, Hillcroft uh, area, a little bit of the Chinatown part, um, and then moving east, City of Bel Air, Meyerland, West University, Rice University, and River Oaks. Uh, how much of River Oaks? All of River Oaks? All of River Oaks, that's correct. Wow, nice. So it's it's a very compact district. Very compact, very compact. And and what's the distribution of ethnicities? So we've got about 60% white Caucasian, about 12-13% Asian, mm-hmm. um, another 20% Hispanic, and then about 10% African American. Yeah, I see. Okay. And uh, uh, what's your platform, uh, Raj? If you win, uh, what do you ex- hope to do? Yeah, so Houston Community College um, has nine trustees, so I would be one of the nine. So a couple of big items. So number one is we have to have good governance. What I mean by that is got to make sure that we have transparency, we're going to be selecting a new chancellor. We have to make sure we have a chancellor who is forward-thinking and visionary, like Renu Couture for U of H, someone of a similar caliber who can take HCC forward. Um, number two, making sure that we have really deep partnerships with businesses because HCC is the institute that will prepare our students for those jobs that don't need a four-year degree. We all know that there's so many jobs, over a million jobs in the greater Houston area, that do not need a four-year degree. I'm talking about welder. Mm -hmm. I'm talking plumber. I'm talking AC. I'm talking cybersecurity. I'm talking medical technician. All those jobs, we need them. Huge demand. Right. And those programs are at HCC. And number three, cost of college, we know it is going up big time. And so we have more and more students who are telling us, hey, I want to go to HCC for my first two years, associate's degree, then I will transfer to U of H, UT Austin, A&M, whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to make that pipeline, transfer pipeline, real strong. So those are the big three. Good governance with a chancellor, business partnerships for those workforce certificates, and then get the transferring down right. Well, one of the problems that we've encountered as a media with HCC and is that they don't have any money to go out to, to advertise to in the media about everything that they do. Apparently, this this goes all across the board. They they keep on complaining about funds not being, you know, sufficient for what they're doing. What do you think about well, that? Well, you know, number one, last year they had a $20 million surplus, which mm. they just put back into fund balance. Oh. They could have used that money to pay down debt, Jay Uncle. Mm-hmm. They could have done better marketing. They could have done a whole host of things, mm-hmm. number one. Number two, um, the incumbent 
is currently facing a lawsuit because of an employment situation he had with a professor, inappropriate relationship. Oh. That is already costing the college thousands of dollars in legal fees. Wow. We've got to stop spending money on those lawyers mm-hmm. and start spending it on the students, on marketing, on sharing what we're doing. So money is there, but it all comes back to that good governance, fiscal responsibility. Well, and, and I'm, I'm not being flippant, but really, if you want to spread the message, you have to go through the media. Absolutely. And, and, Absolutely. and one of the things that they are not spending any money on is the ethnic media. Right, but you know, they you, had $20 million dollars to they, use, which they didn't. Exactly, and, and, and HCC has 12% Asian students. Right, yeah, that's which a, ironic. More than, which is more than any other higher in, education institution in our area. How does it compare to like Lone Star Community College? So we have way more diversity in HCC, smaller student body. We're at about 80,000. They're higher than that, mm-hmm. but um, much more diverse because Lone Star, remember, is on the north side. Mm-hmm. That has that Sci-Fair district, which is largely Caucasian, mm-hmm. whereas we at Houston Community College have Houston ISD, A-Leaf, Spring Branch. Those are highly diverse districts, and don't forget, we actually have international students, many of them from India, oh. coming to HCC as well. How about that? And they pay the same fees as uh, international they students? They pay higher fees. They pay higher fees. Yeah, the international students pay much higher fees. So, Yeah, so Raj, uh, have you assembled a campaign team, and uh, what are your plans for uh, winning the election? Yeah, we have. We've started doing that. So there are 100,000 voters, as I mentioned, in our district. Um, out of those 100,000, we have looked at past analysis and found that 25,000 voters will show up in this race. Very low turnout. So we need to get half of those, so 13,000, let's say. And so our job is going to be knocking on doors, making phone calls, texting. That's going to come soon, going to events. And then we're going to do a lot of that, hey, friends talking to friends, getting yard signs out. So you're going to see a lot coming out starting June 1st. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, and people, we need to remind you all, this is not, this race is not affiliated with any political party. So It's nonpartisan. So we're going to get support from both sides. Right. Yeah. And this is a, this is a step in the right direction to get an Asian or an Indian back on the trustee. Uh, we board. don't have any Indian there right now. Well, or any u- Asian, for that matter. We we used to have Nita Sane. Right. And, and then before Jay Iyer. Jay Iyer. But Jay Iyer was, uh, he left under some controversy, and he was only he only served a year. Nita was there yeah, for maybe five, six there. years. Yes. Yep, Nita was there, yep. Right. And so now having Raj back on the board would be a step in the right direction to get a, a, a voice on uh, for managing the, the district. Yeah, and what I like about Ra- Raj's uh, candidacy is that he's knowledgeable about education issues. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You've been involved in education issues since I first met you, Raj, about well, maybe 12, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Started that in, 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 in college doing tutoring, and then I graduated college and became a high school math teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, went to law school. Now I run an education nonprofit. 
well, uh, uh, focused on getting kids into college or community college. And and okay. you you received a grant from the Indo American Charity Foundation. Absolutely, we for, did. Absolutely, we did. Yeah, we did. And then I've also been involved in education, teaching Sunday school at Arya Samaj. Been uh, doing that um, when I was in college and just after college. Not doing it anymore, but I've been so I've been around education students in high school, kind of getting into college or community college for years. And so this is just a natural step to serve the community. I see. Okay. Well, everyone out there, if you're listening in uh, to to Raj Salhotra right now, he's no relation to Jay Malhotra. <laughs> if only. <laughs> Except for the S and Except the M. Except for a few consonants. <laughs> But you know, I, I've come across uh, Harjit Galhotra, yes. Raj Salhotra, Jay Malhotra. You know, I mean, there's a conspiracy there's a here somewhere. There's also Kanotras. Yeah. <laughs> right. But uh, what can the community do to help you out? Well, so the number one thing is this election in November 2023. We have a lot of South Asians and Basis and Asians in general in our district. I mean, if you think about it, Bel Air, yeah, Hillcroft area, of course, Meyerland, Westview, I mean, et cetera. So everybody knows people in those districts. So number one, just encourage them to vote, vote for Raj. We have our website up, very easy, Raj, R-A-J, 4, F-O-R, H-C-C. HoustonCommunityCollege.com. So Raj4HCC.com. Visit the website. Send me an email, text, call. All that is on the website. Um, obviously, contribution also. But the big thing is votes here, Jay. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, yeah. Ob- obviously, we need to get people out there to vote. Money is not going to help us here as much. I mean, of course, money is uh, important to run an election. But uh, to run in a race, I mean, but uh, money by itself is not going to be enough. So, we want to. You're going to be concentrating on uh, Little India, that area, and so Absolutely. M- maybe you're going to have people run going around, making sure people are registered and so on. Yep, giving out signs, making sure absolutely all that stuff. Right over in uh, Little India. Yeah, Raj, uh, how do they uh, contact you? Do you have a website? Well, he just threw that oh, out. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We do. And, we do. www.raj4forhcc.com or okay, just email okay. me. Very easy email. Raj at raj4hcc.com. Very okay, great. Simple. Yeah, and, and if you have not met Raj in person, you should. Uh, hopefully, there will be some events uh, going around right. where he'll be around. He's a very personable young man, a very tall and handsome and... <laughs> and and he's got a, and uh, I, I remember your family was very involved in the last race. Your sister was very heavily involved. I yep. guess they're still going to be involved here too. Absolutely. And and we want to tell everybody that we're going to be involved because we want to see an Indian in HCC once again. And so, Absolutely. great, Raj. Thank you so much. Uh, we look forward to having you with us again. Uh, Absolutely, as we get closer. Absolutely. Right, right. Uh, feel free to, to let us know. Uh, and folks, don't go away. We're going to be going to a commercial break in a little bit. Uh, any parting words, Raj? We've got about two or three minutes. Yeah, I would just say that, you know, many of us may not have had direct experience with the community college. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, because it is a critical 
part of our community. Whether it's workforce jobs, everybody knows that we need highly skilled professionals who don't need a four-year degree. And one That's of the what HCC is doing. The two programs that HCC uh, at, uh, has just come up with robotics is one of them. Yep, and nursing. And nursing okay. is another. You can actually get a degree, a four-year degree, yes, right? They started bachelor's now. Yes, they did. Two programs: robotics and nursing, and it's very inexpensive. HCC also has partnerships, Jay, with UT, A&M, UT Tyler, U of H, students to transfer. There's a lot of potential at HCC. We just got to clean up the government, clean up a little bit, and focus on the students. And, and, and we have a lot of educators that are in HCC. Dr. Rima Adil is one of them. Dr. Chandra Mittal yes. is another one. Uh, so they, they teach at different campuses. Dr. Ravi Brumba, Dr. Siddiqui, the president of the Central College. We have so many yeah. Dr. Jyoti Singh. Yeah, we have a lot of great professors there who so, are from our community. So we already have a lot of presence there as educators Yeah, and, and, uh, and as Raj, students. Raj, uh, how many campuses are there? Fourteen. Oh, wow. That's tremendous. Yeah, there's a campus right here at Hayes Road and Westheimer. There's a yes. pretty large campus. Right. And Very high-performing campus on the west side of town, Jay. Yeah, yeah, really. And uh, so what we need now is a, a seat at the table to be able to manage what we're doing, right? And this is where Raj Absolutely. comes into the picture. So, folks, uh, be sure to look out for Raj's campaign. Yeah, and uh, uh, do what you can to get him elected. Right. Thank you so much. Okay, Raj, thank you once again. We we'll look forward to having right. you back on. Thank you so much. All right, Bye-bye. thank you. Bye-bye. All right, well, that was Raj Salhotra. So, Pramod, we are, Sanchali has deserted us. Yes. Well, Saturday is a busy uh, evening for many cultural events. And she's a so- social butterfly who keeps <laughs> flying off everywhere. That's true. So it's going to be you and me talking about all the uh, the tail end of the program. That's true. And uh, so we've got, what, um, a minute to go before we go to the commercial break. The, the you know one of the things that uh, is going to happen very shortly, uh, Pramod, is the Eternal Gandhi Museum. Yes, yes, and there was a huge article in the Houston Chronicle about it. Yeah, and uh, the exhibit space is quite interesting. And uh, uh, if you happen to subscribe to the Chronicle, you'll be able to read all about it. Right. I actually got a private tour from Atul Qatari. He right. took me around and showed me everything, and they're very excited about the possibilities and, and so on. But he's a very dedicated person with an incredible vision for coming up with this, which is, I, 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 I predict it's going to be a tourist attraction that people are going to come from, from far and near. Yeah. Gandhi has a tremendous reach uh, in the American community. Right. Well, okay, we'll be right back, folks. Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. A wedding is a once-in-a-lifetime milestone to celebrate in grand fashion. Uh-huh. Margaritaville Lake Resort, Lake Conroe, provides the space and splendor. Oh, yeah. 
for the ultimate South Asian wedding experience. Exquisite indoor and outdoor venues for up to 600 guests. All suite guest rooms overlooking the beautiful Lake Conroe. And a variety of multi-day amenities and events for a truly one-of-a-kind wedding. All is possible at Margaritaville. Call 936-448-3103 now to plan the wedding of your dreams. पिछले दो सालों में बहुत कुछ बदला और अगर कुछ है जो नहीं बदला वो है महाराजा के हीरे The most beautiful diamonds precisely crafted in eternal designs Maharaja best quality diamonds at even better prices Maharaja bringing diamonds to life 5821 Hillcroft 7134806776 Crime, politics, finances, climate change. Ah, sometimes it gets to be a bit too much. At Indo-American News Unplugged, we bring voice to your feelings. Call in to talk, share, or disagree with Sanjali and Jawahar. And listen to Jyoti playing songs based on Indian classical music with Pramod and Sudhir. So call Indo-American News Unplugged. Kick back and listen up, folks. It'll make you feel better every Saturday. Listen to Masala Radio, three to six p.m. Indo-American News. Welcome back, listeners. Um, uh, this is now our final segment of 20 minutes, uh, where we talk about sports and movies and whatnot. So uh, let me bring Jawar up to speed on cricket. Oh, uh huh. And since Sanjali is not here, you'll uh, I'll have to listen. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, the IPL, the Indian Premier League, is coming to a uh, wonderful climax. Uh, the two teams that will be in the championship game tomorrow at nine o'clock uh, Houston time are the Chennai Super Kings, led by Mahendra Singh Dhoni, and this could be his final match. Uh, if he retires oh, really uh, yeah he's uh, you know he's uh, uh, a little old for ipl uh, but he's a great uh, uh, general on the field really and uh, he's managed the team very well mm -hmm. but i think uh, uh, he feels like he should retire but uh, it's possible that he'll come back another year is there someone else who can take his place uh, i'm sure there're quite a few uh, good uh, players uh, ravinder jadeja uh, is on the chennai super kings he was uh, captain for a while mm -hmm. but they had to bring dhoni oh <laughs> okay so it's possible that jadeja could come back uh, on the other side is the uh, gujarat titans mm -hmm. and uh, that's a tremendous team they were on the top of the table for ipl throughout the uh, um, the series mm -hmm. and uh, it's led by hardik pandya uh, he's also from gujarat so there's a huge uh, fan following there and the match will take place uh, uh, at the ahmedabad stadium oh okay so uh, uh, you know they'll have the local crowds behind them w when is it again uh, tomorrow morning at uh, nine o'clock i see it's a just uh, uh, one day No, it's twenty overs. Oh, so it's only uh, at the most four hours, twenty mm -hmm. overs on each side, and then uh, Gujarat has a tremendous player. Uh, his name is Shabnam Gill, mm -hmm. and in the last match against Mumbai Indians, he scored one hundred and twenty-nine runs. Wow! In 
in just 60 balls. Whoa. And he hit 10 sixes. Yeah, the, he would have to. six fours. <laughs> so he was just a madman. Well, was I, it so much that the bowling was weak or he was just a strong person? I, I think he's a very good uh, up, up-and-coming batsman. So mm-hmm. I think he uh, was able to do it. And then the Mumbai Indians, uh, run by Rohit Sharma, they couldn't match up at all. Uh-huh. And so it will be an exciting match tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins, uh, it's going to be, I think, uh, a tremendous uh, game. Wow. And then some of the players who have already lost out in the IPL, like, for example, Virat Kohli. Mm-hmm. He's the captain of the Indian uh, test team. Uh, uh, well, he he was the captain, but he uh, is now the vice captain or he's somewhere there, but he's on the team. Mm-hmm. And since the IPL was finished for him, he was with the Royal Challengers Bangalore mm-hmm. and his team didn't uh, 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 move forward. Mm-hmm. So he's already in London with some of the players. So they're practicing for the World Test Championship. Yes, against which starts, Australia, which starts uh, uh, on next th- week on the third. Yes, so uh, <clears throat> that's going to be exciting. And uh, one of our uh, listeners, Rugved, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be reporting for us from there. Rugved Demley. Yeah, so uh, that should be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it's a five-day match, so yeah, we'll yeah. be uh, entertained for five days. <clears throat> so just uh, uh, as a way of uh, covering this event. Uh-huh. Yeah, we we approached the WTC uh, accreditation board, right? And we were able to get uh, passes, media passes for Rugved yeah. for the the practice the practice sessions. sessions. Yeah, because it, there's too much competition for the regular exactly. <laughs> yeah. matches. Yeah, but it's still pretty exciting to be able to oh, see yeah. these guys practice. Right. Yeah, I think he should have a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, uh, it should be Australia and Eng- uh, India are the top of their game. Mm-hmm. So it should be uh, a good uh, match, even though, you know, test cricket is so much different mm-hmm. than uh, T20. Mm-hmm. T20 is very exciting. And short. Uh, yeah, short. And then the uh, <clears throat> batsmen are uh, uh, aggressive right from the start. Mm-hmm. And so they hit six and fours uh, by the ton. Mm-hmm. Whereas test matches, you want to stay uh, playing as long as you can. So uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you know, just defensive play. Mm, they don't hit so hard. That's right. <clears throat> uh, so that was the IPL. And the Houston Astros are, uh, you know, they had a slow start, but uh, they're doing pretty well right now. And uh, there's a game that's going on against the Oakland A's. And Houston is leading uh, at the eighth inning by a score of 6-3. to three. And uh, they have a a pretty good uh, uh, batting, and uh, Jose Altuve is back, and they have uh, tremendous pitchers like Christian Javier, Framber Valdez, and uh, uh, Hunter Brown. So um, I think Astros are going to be exciting again this time. And uh, on the the NBA playoffs are going on, Mm -hmm. and this is you know the good time of this season because. Uh, baseball is going on, NBA is still there, so lots of things to watch for the sportsmen. Right, yeah. And so, uh, uh, in, uh, <coughs> in the NBA, the, as we discussed earlier, uh, 
the Denver Nuggets uh, uh, are already in the finals and uh, uh, the matches are still going on between Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Miami is leading by a score of 3-2 to two, and Miami could win uh, this evening or it could be uh, at least another match if uh, Boston does manage to tie the series. Who do you root for? Uh, I think I traditionally like the Celtics, but I think Miami is a pretty strong team. Mm-hmm. I see. But I think uh, whoever wins, I think the Nuggets uh, will be a, uh, a great <coughs> match for them. Right. Um, and mo- then Nikola Dokic. The I know. player I, is tremendous. Tremendous, tremendous. Yeah. He's, he's very slow and methodical, but he, he <laughs> yeah. got LeBron, huh? Yes. Uh, what <coughs> happened, I think uh, LeBron was double teamed, so he didn't have much of a chance. Mm-hmm. And his supportive uh, players uh, didn't come through as expected, like Anthony Davis. So um, NBA is coming to... Uh, and. Uh, coming to its crescendo, and uh, the IPL match tomorrow should be a lot of fun. So then, uh, go ahead. So uh, can I move on to a couple of announcements? Oh, sure. So one of the things is that uh, one of our regular uh, guests uh, on the show is uh, Ash Malhotra and Salil Patil. You remember them? They have the Friends uh, FIFA what was it called? Friends, educating friends about five, five, uh, five, yeah, something like that. So they're doing. They do. Uh, they're insurance brokers, and they also do some. Uh, uh, they provide advice on financial investments and so on. They're going to be doing a actual financial literacy uh, seminar at the Fort Bend uh, County Library. Oh, okay on the 17th of June in the Cinco Ranch building, or Cinco Ranch Library meeting room, Saturday, June the 17th from 2 to 4 p.m. Okay. And it's, it's a free thing, and it's going to be how the, the three-person panel will be Ash Malhotra, Salil Patel, and then Meg, Meghna Patel, who was the... She was on our show once before. She was one of the financial professionals. Right and uh, an attorney. Uh, so they'll talk about how to uh, make smart, informed decisions about money and cover a variety of uh, things like honing one's financial uh, skills and knowledge with regards to retirement planning and so on. So that's on June the 17th from 2 to 4 p.m., Saturday, June the 17th, at the Cinco Ranch Library Meeting Room. Oh, okay, and another uh, event that I would like to mention is Indo-American Association's uh, program on Friday, June 2nd at the Stafford Civic Center. It's called Dilse Rubaru with A.R. Rahman. Uh, it's uh, it's about A.R. Rahman. He won't actually be there, but he'll be the star of the event. And it's an uh, um, uh, event produced by Niche Entertainment. They're out of Pune. And they do a tremendous job of uh, young uh, uh, singers. And then they use uh, audiovisuals to create the effect. Uh-huh. So they'll say at Stafford Center on Friday, June 2nd at 7.30 p.m. And uh, furthermore, you know, I always get a kick out of the fact that so many Indian movies in the, in the greater Houston area are being shown, especially in the, in the Sugarland area. 
So there's a Gude Gude Chaya. What is it? Punjabi language comedy from India. Okay. It's uh, at the Cinemark Memorial City. Uh-huh. Then there's going to be uh, Mem, Mem Famous. It's, it's a Telugu language action comedy drama from India, and it's May 26th at the Cinemark Tinseltown oh, okay. in Katy. And then there's NRI Wives, which is a New England set romantic drama from India. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's opening May 26th at AMC Gulf Point. Mm-hmm. So oh, that's way out there. Way out there, all over the place. And one of our uh, good friends, Pavan Grover, uh-huh. his movie's coming out next month. Oh, really? It's the one that he wrote the screenplay for. Oh, screen. Is it screenplay? Yeah. Okay. So it's called 97 Minutes. It's about a plane that crashes. Oh, okay. That's pretty neat. We yeah. have a lot of our people producing movies. Right. So We he, just saw two weeks ago uh, Mandala, the Mandala, Mandala. UFO incident by Ajay uh, Sarpeshkar. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty neat. So Right. So this movie from Pavan Grover, it, it stars Alec Baldwin. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. So he is going to have a red carpet event sometimes in the middle of June. I see. So it was, um, when was it done? Before <coughs> Rust? <laughs> that movie Alec Baldwin was involved with? Uh, yes. Actually, <laughs> it was filmed before that. Oh, okay. And so Pavan has spent the last year editing this. Oh, Or I helping see. edit it. He's oh, not okay. the editor, but he's right. a screenwriter. Sure. And then I <coughs> managed to see two movies. Um, uh, one is called Cuttle, mm-hmm. which means ba- jackfruit. Mm-hmm. And it's a comedy. And it starts Sanya Malhotra as a, uh, a inspector. Mm-hmm. And she's supposed to locate two jackfruit that have been stolen from a tree of an MLA who is very powerful in that region. Wow. How can you identify the jackfruit? <laughs> I know. <laughs> But they're uh, of a special breed called Uncle Hog, mm-hmm. a Chinese breed. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. The other movie starts uh, Manoj uh, Vajpayee, mm-hmm. and it's called Sirf Ek Banda Kafi Hai. Oh, and really? We have a review in our newspaper, uh-huh. and it's a courtroom drama. Oh. It's uh, quite uh, uh, gripping, mm-hmm. and it's about a godman who is involved in a rape, and uh, how... Manoj Bajpayee manages to convict him. So, so it was, you saw it on Netflix? Uh, it's on Z5. <clears throat> I see. Okay. S- and uh, uh, I think Sanya Malhotra's movie, Kathal, is... Uh, I'm not sure if it's uh, Amazon Prime or uh, Netflix. One mm-hmm. of those. Okay. That's great. Uh, and then uh, Tina Turner passed away, right? And yeah. So, <clears throat> actually, I'm going to play a little segment from her song... What's Love Got to Do With It, so uh-huh. we can remember her. She was 83 years old. Yeah, can you imagine? She lived in a 267,000-square-foot <laughs> villa estate in Switzerland outside of Zurich. So at 83, I imagine she's probably living in one room. <laughs> <laughs> she was married to... Uh, Ike, Ike Turner. Ike, uh, Ike Bach, oh, okay. uh, Eric Bach, or something oh, okay. like that who was with EMI Records, and she, he's 10 years her junior. Oh, okay, but before, it was Ike and Tina Turner. Right, right, right. and she was married, th- she had three relationships. Oh, okay. But the first one, her son, who from that marriage, died of suicide, oh, or no. drug overdose. And then Ike, and Ike he had, she had a son with him, too, the same tragic ending. I see. And um, 
uh, Tina was, uh, she had had a kidney transplant. Oh, okay. And she had had a stroke in recent years, uh, maybe five years uh -huh. or so. So she was really confined to where she was. Oh, okay. But uh, it's... But, you know, if you remember, her music had so much energy. Yeah, and she had so much energy. Yeah, she correct. was a very sexy uh, performer. Yeah. And so, uh, but she had been abused as by Ike Turner. Oh, okay. And when they were married. Anyway, I, I've got the clip and I can play part of it for those of us. Yeah, and then we can see, uh, say bye to everyone. And it's a nice weekend and uh, it's start of Memorial Day weekend. So everybody go out and have fun. Enjoy a picnic or uh, uh, if you go to a Memorial Day memorial, that would be good as well. Uh, lots of things to do. Yeah, absolutely. So go out and eat some crawfish. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and so here's um, Tina Turner. I hope I can get this moving. And folks, this is Indo American News. I'm Jawar saying goodbye until next Saturday. And this is Pramod. Um, enjoy the weekend. You must have.